the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want, say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's not just Taco Tuesday. It is Primary Tuesday. And there's some big, big, big primaries happening across the country all the way. We're out here on the left coast. And it's happening all the way on the East Coast. And we're going to give you guys the updates uh, throughout the show tonight. Glad to have you guys here with us. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There's multiple races going on. But the one that everybody's really looking at, let's be honest, it's the Dr. Oz versus Kathy Barnett Senate race in Pennsylvania. It is gotten really ugly and divisive. Some people saying that uh, she's the establishment candidate. Some people saying that he's the establishment candidate. Uh, it's kind of split. I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. Are you team Dr. Oz because he got the Trump endorsement? Or are you team Kathy Barnett? Or are you team McCormick? Because it's looking like right now, early results, it's looking right now as though this Dave McCormick guy is really in the lead. I don't really know how many results have have uh, come in yet. I think it's only close to about 20% at this point. We've also got some other information to give to you guys happening in, uh, 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 in regards to election integrity. Because we all glued to the results as if they matter. <laughs> right? Do they matter tonight? We got the real deal happening? Do we actually have free and fair elections happening in Pennsylvania tonight, in Georgia, in North Carolina? People acting like they are. We're going to talk about it. Glad to have you here with us. 888-344-1170. That brings me to another question. Are you team Dr. Oz, team Kathy Barnett? Do you trust the elections? Are you trusting our election system at this point? 888-344-1170. Before I go any further, my man's already, he's already biting. He's already almost on that microphone. He's so ready to engage in tonight's topics. I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. It will include and across the board. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Andrea, even if the elections are 100% the fairest elections we've ever had, does it even matter? Because we might not have any national sovereignty after next weekend. You jumping ahead. That's next topic. I'm just teasing it out. Uh, very good. We will actually have Congressman Andy Biggs, who's going to be here because, yeah, um, at least in regards to a whole lot that matters on this country, uh, we are T-minus five days and counting to win the World World Health Organization and, and Davos. They're all going to get together and begin voting on these amendments. And Congressman Andy Biggs is going to be here after the break to weigh in on that because I ain't seen anybody else weighing in on it. And ain't nobody seemed to be too concerned about it. So uh, we're going to talk about it. And uh, so you're going to definitely want to stay tuned for Congressman Biggs uh, when we come back. Some interesting things, though, in regards to these primaries. 
when I saw early on that it was looking in, in Pennsylvania that this McCormick guy was up, I thought, you know what, maybe he's the solution. Because the reality is, I look at Dr. Oz and I look at Kathy Barnett, and quite frankly, they're both of them at this point for a variety of different reasons are a hold-your-nose candidate. And if he won, wouldn't that be the solution to the problem? Maybe, maybe not. I think this is a reminder. If you are... If you're looking at this and going, this is an incredibly important state, this is the state which which the Pennsylvania Supreme Court rewrote election laws, stole the election from Trump. It's an incredibly, you know, Philadelphia, right? You know, it's not I wouldn't say it's it's not the birthplace of of an American republic, but certainly that's where, you know, um, the Hall of Independence is in Philadelphia, right? I mean, you know, if you're somebody that's looking at this race and you're not happy with either choice. I'm not either, but you know what? How many of us are running for office around this country? How many of us are running for uh, the school board, running for city council races, running for county supervisor, running for sheriff, running for governor? We I don't just going to say that running for governor. So running for governor. So, you know, it, it, and one of the things that the pandemic showed us was how much of our lives are really affected more even at the local level and at the local races than than oftentimes what's happening. It, it, it all affects our lives. But people tend to think that all that really matters is and half the time they don't even still show up to vote in midterm elections or even for congressional elections. If people do vote, it tends to just to be for the presidency, all important. But I just wanted to throw that out there for tonight that I think that this is a reminder, at least Kathy Barnett, for whatever mistakes you think she has made on the campaign trail, she had the guts to throw her hat in the ring and the and the and the willingness to put the time and the effort in it much easier. Some people could say the same thing for Dr. Oz that he gave up his, his uh, TV career to, uh, to take the slings and arrows of actually even being considered a Trump being picked and, um, endorsed by Trump because that's to half this country that makes you, you you worthy of being thrown in the gulag right so although it was certainly easier for him to run for office uh, you know given his financial situation so um, well as Brian Maloney said too and Kathy Barnett's got the right people not liking her that's true too speaking of uh, as we continue to keep our eyes peeled it looks as though um, in North Carolina the Senate for there Ted Budd has been declared the winner at least by in that race at least by uh, one uh, legacy media outlet. And Ted Budd did say today that Trump's endorsement of him for North Carolina Senate put him over. We'll see what happens with Madison Cawthorn. That's the congressional race out of North Carolina we're looking, we're going to be looking at. Um, What I did find interesting today, the AP put out uh, a report that um, in Pennsylvania and Oregon, There were printing mistakes that will, quote, force local election officials in Pennsylvania and Oregon to redo thousands of mail-in ballots, mailed ballots, a, quote, laborious, this is according to Associated Press, a laborious process that could delay results for some closely contested races in Tuesday's primaries. How convenient. We're going to have just election day. Right. So y'all looking at y'all looking at Pennsylvania tonight at Oz and and Kathy Barnett against this Democrat uh, who in Fetterman, I think his name is, who's been declared the winner in, in on the Democrat side, but I think he suffered a stroke. Um, y'all think you're going to go to bed tonight knowing who's who's going to be the victor there? Different election, uh, uh, same playbook. Yeah, exactly. In Pennsylvania, where GOP primaries for governor, and this according to the AP, for governor and U.S. Senate are drawing national attention, officials in Republican-leading Lancaster County said the company that printed its mailed ballots included the wrong ID code, preventing scanning machines from being able to read them. The problem involved at least 21 
1,000 mailed ballots, enough to swing an election, only a third of which were scanning properly. All the more reason, even if you think that the 2020 election was proper and properly done, even if you're not buying what you saw with your own eyes, if you watch the movie 2000 Mules, we need to be going back to old school paper ballots. Oh, election day. You got to go in person with an ID with a paper ballot. Uh, The glitch, according back to this AP story, the glitch will force election workers to hand mark fresh ballots. Oh, nothing could go wrong there when you've got, gee, this mistake now has people involved, human beings sitting there with a pen marking ballots instead of it being marked by the voter. (sighs) Nothing, nothing bad can happen with that, right? Uh, According to Josh Parsons, a Republican and vice chair of the County Board of of Commissioners, he said citizens deserve to have accurate results from elections and they deserve to have them on election night, not days later. Right. This is why there should not be one mailed in ballot happening across this country in the United States of America. And what have you done, Mr. Republican, to stop this from happening? In Oregon, where all registered voters received a mail-in ballot, kind of like here in California, officials in one politically pivotal county are dealing with a similar problem. About half the ballots sent to voters in Clackamas County, the state's third most populous, included a blurry barcode that cannot be read by ballot scanning machines. Now, I'm not saying I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and, and it doesn't even matter whether or not this was intentional or accidental. This should not be happening in the United States of America. Clackamas County um, includes part of Oregon's new new sixth congressional district formed after the state gained a U.S. House seat following the 2020 uh, census. It also includes the newly redrawn fifth congressional district where incumbent Democrat Kurt Schrader is facing a strong primary challenge from Jamie McLeod, McLeod Skinner, an attorney and former city planner. Um, This is not good. Not good at all. So we'll see what this happens here when um, some polling, I think that's interesting going into these primaries today. One of the reasons why many people thought that the clear motivation to leak the Alito draft opinion of Roe v. Wade was the people thought that a lot of people are like, oh, the midterms, the midterms. I'm like, the, it's about the primaries. The primaries are happening right now. Well, here's what's interesting. A poll was taken over the weekend, and according to this poll, which this is an NBC News poll that was was released Sunday, 46% of Americans uh, prefer that Republicans take control of Congress following the midterm elections. So, um, and this came after the draft opinion was leaked. So if they thought that leaking that draft opinion of Alito was going to make everybody flock to vote Democrat, Um, That doesn't seem to be the case, according to NBC's own poll. All right. Speaking of uh, whether or not elections are going to matter going forward or if it's all just theater at this point and it's all just show kind of like, you know, when Hugo Chavez would get elected wink, wink down in Venezuela. We've got Congressman Andy Biggs is going to be here to talk about the real vote that might be taking place over in Davos, I believe it is, on May 22nd involving the United States of America handing its sovereignty over to the World World Health Organization. Congressman Biggs will be here to talk about it when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Interesting turn of events. This is the first time that we've had uh, Congressman Andy Biggs booked on the show where he has not called in actually early. He usually calls in. Like, early. In fact, he usually calls in and then poor Cal has to sit and wait on the phone for like 10 minutes before I get done with my diatribe. On a day in which we're desperate to talk to somebody who is an elected official or Republican about stopping the United States of America from being handed over to the World Health Organization like lambs to slaughter. This is unacceptable. Nothing will matter any further. You think it was bad with the United States of America and what happened under the COVID when we had Fauci in charge? You see nothing. Just wait and uh, wait until you get a load of what happens when his good friend, the director general of the World Health Organization, his name is Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, commonly known as Tedros. Tedros, the first non-physician, dude ain't even a common MD, first non-physician director general of the World Health Organization, um, is a controversial Marxist activist, activist and politician from Ethiopia installed by the Chinese Communist Party. That's who's going to be in charge of the entire world. You think we're fooling? These are the amendments. And by the way, this was not the World Health Organization's idea that 47 countries all joined together as a part of this pact to where Tedros gets to be in charge of the world's health. 47 nations, but it was the United States of America who put forth the amendments. And according to John Kerry, he announced that when Americans elected Biden, they voted for the Great Reset, whether they knew it or not. And now it's about to happen, and nobody's talking about it. No news networks, no congressmen, nobody. There's one person talking about it, though. The Prime Minister of Australia. Here's what he had to say, clip three. I have always been supportive right from the outset and was criticized heavily, I stress, heavily, mocked, in fact, by the Labor Party for saying the WHO should have those powers and those authorities to be able to go and deal with pandemic situations because we all know what happened at the start of this pandemic. Australia, do we need to remind everybody what's going on in Australia and the lockdowns that they've had and how they were beating people on the street who dared to leave their homes? I will never set a toe in Australia. I used to consider Australia to be a friendly nation and an ally. Right now, I, I want to... I, I don't have anything to do with them now, and I never will. If I ever did, they'd be scraped off the bottom of my shoe. They, they shanghaied their citizenry over there before Shanghai shanghaied their citizenry. If Australia wants the World Health Organization to control their population, have at it, Australia. But they don't should not be given the authority. Let's look at what happened with COVID where they lied and they participated with Fauci and lying about where that virus came from. And they lied about the modeling and how many people would die. And they lied and all colluded with, with using the same talking points around the nation to lie to the American people that everybody had the same chance of getting it and giving it and lockdowns worked and everybody and healthy people for the first time in the history of, of the world, healthy people were locked into their homes. And long after the world health organization and the Fauci's and Mr. Tedros all knew the children couldn't give it and get it and uh, give it. They were still abusing and to this day are abusing children and the United States of America and, and part of the amendments, um, the existing World Health Organization regulations um, uh, 
would provide, typically it would provide, or initially it was going to provide for an 18-month grace period during which a nation could withdraw its yes from the amendments. But the current proposed amendments by the United States of America reduces that opportunity to six months. Oh, wow. Wait, convenient. That's around election time. That's right around the midterms. So six months, this would be, if this gets voted on and gets voted in in Geneva, I think I said Davos uh, earlier. Um, yeah, we'll have it, you know, six months, October, you know, uh, November isn't exactly six months. But what happens is they don't get sworn into office as a part of the new Congress right until January. And this will all be cemented at that point. Then what has to happen, according to this, um, if a U.S. sponsored amendments are passed, a majority of nations could in the next six months change their individual votes and reverse the, the approval. But this is a much more difficult proposition than st- stopping the whole process now. We must act now to prevent the passage of the amendments, including putting sufficient pressure on the United States to withdraw them from consideration. Any pressure? Anybody? Anybody? No media pressure. No congressional pressure. No, no. I've said, there's Bueller? been one congressman that, that issued a brief statement. Bueller? Bueller? Um, I had new. I had Newsmax on in my home today. Not a word. I had Real America's Voice in my home today. Hey, McCarthy even came up and he said what the biggest problems were. This wasn't mentioned. No, no. The Republicans are just doing their same old, um, you know, e- economic campaigning, which is true. See, this is what I was talking about last night. They they are banking that whatever tragedy you're experiencing in your life right now, whether you're a mother who's continuing. Right now, we still have a baby formula crisis in this country. We have mothers just sick to their stomachs and living in complete abject panic and fear over whether or not to feed their kids. We're burying American citizens across this country in a horrendous, terrorizing crime wave. And they're banking on people being so traumatized with their current daily condition, unable to, even if it's just not burying a family member, but, you know, unable to fill your tank and go to work. Whatever tragedy the American people are struggling with right now, they're banking that the American people are not going to be reading the news or don't have time to read the news because they're not going to hear about this story in the legacy media, that they're they're just going to be blind and deaf and ignorant and, and have no knowledge of it until it's too late. This is the classic example of the frog. You know that analogy or the metaphor of oh, the frog that the frog's put in a, in a pot of water and he doesn't realize he's being boiled to death until it's too late. And that's what they're banking on right now. And shame on the Republicans. Now, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to give Congressman Biggs the benefit of the doubt. This is the first time he's ever been a no-show on my show. So we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's been a friend of the Andrea K. show. Um, But I'm disappointed that we do not have every member of the Freedom Congress, Congress on the steps. Today is what? May 17th? May 17th. Four days before. Four days before. So T minus five days because uh, it takes four days to vote. So and we, I was reading some uh, some articles online today, Andrea, and it, it already appears that they have the votes to pass this. Of course they do. You don't think that the rest of the world, these 47 nations, you don't think they're desperate to have the United States of America down on their level? We used to be the superpower. The only remaining superpower. And now we're going to be joining with 47 other countries to let a non-doctor who's a communist Decide, and here's how it, here's how it's going to go. 
This, according to um, under the proposed regulations, the World Health Organization itself would develop and update, quote, early warning criteria for assessing and progressing, progressively updating the national, regional or global risk posed by an event of unknown causes or sources. Notice the health endangering event may be so nonspecific as to have unknown causes or sources. This, according to... um, you and you invited the the guy on the show. It's a the doctor, doctor yeah. Dr. Bingett, I think, um, put that put really this article. Really hoping we can get him on. Yeah, uh, the. Um he says, uh, T- Tedros and any future director generals of the World Health Organization will be given unrestricted powers to define and then implement their interventions. The proposed regulations, in combination with existing ones, allow action to be taken by the World Health Organization, quote, and this is from Article 12.2, if the director general considers, based on an assessment under these regulations, that a potential or actual public health emergency of international concern is occurring, that is, Tedros need only consider that a potential or actual risk is occurring. And then he can just shut down nations across the and country. And this can go through, Andrea. And let's say, for whatever reason, the presidential election was this November, you could reelect President Trump and it wouldn't matter. Right. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, speaking of trying to uh, politicize America, Joe Biden, right? Yeah, suddenly... Uh, suddenly here we are on a primary day and suddenly every news article has to do with something called replacement theory. I had never even heard of this until suddenly it's just part of our part of our just our, our national lexicon. What is it about? Well, radio host Carl Jackson is going to be here and he's going to help us understand. So stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. On this Election Tuesday, the primaries are happening back in Pennsylvania and in North Carolina and five states across the country nationally. And we're going to keep our eyes peeled for any updates for you guys out there. But as I was, as I was looking earlier, let me, let me, let me... Uh, share with y'all just just a few headlines about some of the races happening today. Republican Senate candidates pr- promote replacement theory. Hmm. McConnell refuses three times in a row to condemned, condemn replacement theory. NBC News. Buffalo shooting puts replacement theory and GOP rhetoric in the spotlight. The New York Times. Racist attack spotlights Elise Stefanik's echo of replacement theory. NPR, after Buffalo shooting, Republicans are on defense about replacement theory. I have been looking at politics since I was a little kid down on the bayou, and I never heard about nothing called no replacement theory until now. Suddenly, it's all over everywhere, and I don't understand it, but I'm sure, I guarantee y'all that my my guest joining me now does. It's first time on the Andrea K. Show, but I've been a fan of his for a while. It's Carl Jackson. Of the Carl Jackson Show, and y'all know his podcast is here on Salem, and he joins me now. Oh, follow him on Twitter at Carl Jackson Show, and his website is called CarlJacksonShow.com. Hello, Carl Jackson. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. <laughs> Hello, Andrea. It's a pleasure to, to speak with you. I got an opportunity to listen to some of your earlier programs, and I love it. Love your energy. Love your passion. Well, thank you. I love what, I love what you do. So it's an honor to have you on here. It took a little bit to get you on here because you're kind of busier than a cat covering it up. So <laughs> you're one busy dude. Okay, so help me to understand, Carl Jackson, why suddenly a term that I've never heard in my life 
is suddenly now just being plastered and painted and um, put on a label being put on every Republican out there, including black conservatives like yourself. It's like we're all Hester Prynne and we got the scarlet letter on us. What is replacement theory? Where did this come from all of a sudden? Yeah, you know what? Actually, it, it's it's not all of a sudden. I remember reading. I, I had completely forgotten about it to be uh, to be uh, just blunt with you until they started mentioning Democrats started mentioning uh, this again, and 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 it's this idea uh, that uh, you know white uh, white Europeans are being replaced by. Uh, blacks, Latinos, Jews, you name it, uh, minorities, and some people buy into this and uh, they they become fearful of it. I'm sure some people are radicalized. Obviously, this shooter uh, was. Uh, but the funny thing is, this is left-wing nonsense. This is the stuff that they dabble in on college campuses, like legal theory and critical race theory. So all, is, all of this is left-wing jargon. And Andrea, it's an election year. Mm. These guys are so desperate. Here's here's what I often say on my own show, especially during election cycles. I tell whites, okay, be careful. Uh, White cops in particular, be careful. The the left is going to do everything they can to demonize you this year. So you may have to let a few criminals uh, get away in order to save save yourself. Now, I'm joking, uh, uh, obviously, but seriously, this is what the left does. They look for opportunities to project what they do, mm-hmm. what they believe onto us every single election cycle. And but I got to tell you, this isn't going to fly. It, it, it isn't going to fly. I think people have uh, what I call black racism fatigue, where the left constantly calls us racist. Or if you're a black conservative, sell out Uncle Tom, whatever. And people are just like, eh, you know, we've seen what the left does. We've seen what Black Lives Matter does. The brown shirts of the Democrat Party. We've seen what Antifa does, brown shirts of the Democrat Party. Uh, we, uh, you know, we've experienced the lockdowns, the draconian lockdowns. We know what they want to do. And I just think people are done. They're desperate. I think all of this stuff is going to backfire. This is not going to work this year. Too many people are fed up. Latinos are fed up. Blacks are fed up. Uh, conservatives, whites of all stripes are fed up. Democrats are even, are, are, are even fed up. I have a buddy Jorge Bonilla of Media Research Center Latino, and he helps me track the polls in the Latino community. They are fed up with mm-hmm. the Democrat Party. None of this stuff is working. Well, Anything you're right. they can do to distract from policies is what they're going to do. Well, exactly. And, and, and anything they can do to distract from what's going on. And, and, that, and that means that they will exploit every tragedy that they can. Um, you know, um, whether the tragedy is moms unable to get baby formula, whether it's, you know, American citizens having to bury loved ones that were shot in a mass shooting. Uh, let no tragedy, let no, how did Rahm Emanuel put it? Let no, uh, let no crisis go to waste, right? And so they, they love to maximize crisis, but they also like to make manufacture crises. And that's what's been involved in the baby formula. But you're right about projection and and, and about they're always guilty of what they accuse the Republican Party of. And you're also right in the sense that right now, this replacement theory stuff, that ain't going over on any family of any stripe, whether they're African-American, Hispanic-American, Asian-American, when they can't afford to fill their gas tank, Carl Jackson, when they can't afford to and can't find baby formula for them, it's not going to work. And it hasn't been working for a 
long time. And you would think that they would they would realize it, um, particularly since the hypocrisy is so glaring. I want to play a clip for you from Joe Biden. It's a quick one. And we didn't send it to Carl in advance. So I don't usually like to put my guest on the spot, but Carl's special. He can handle it. So we're going to play this little clip from Joe Biden and get his reaction. Uh, Skins, play clip two, please. Manifesting gunmen who massacred innocent people in the name of hateful and perverse ideology rooted in fear and racism. It's taken so much. What happened here is simple and straightforward. Terrorism. Terrorism. Domestic terrorism. You know, when I heard that clip, we're talking to Carl Jackson of the Carl Jackson Show. His website is carljackson.com. His podcast is here on Salem Media. When I first heard that clip, what struck me so much, Carl Jackson, was I thought he could be talking about the subway shooter. But he didn't give any kind of speech like this about the subway shooter, did he? No, no, that is, that that one is inconvenient. You can't, you can't have a brother out there that's out there uh, uh, trying to kill people. And I, I, listen, Andrea, I don't know what color the people were in the subway attack, but given the fact that I, it's, it's been difficult to find out, I assume that he is targeted uh, since he was a black nationalist from ethnicity that he didn't like. The same is true with the Lampasha, uh you know, Christmas parade massacre where the guy kills six people and injures over 60 more, literally running white people over as if he was at a bowling lane uh, with his with his SUV. So uh, completely insane. It doesn't fit the narrative. Uh, well, those don't fit the left-wing narrative, but obviously this one does. So this is like Christmas for them. But again, um, you know, as you said, th- th- this is the problem with replacement theory. Is replacement theory going to be able to fill up my car tank? Is replacement theory going to be able to put food on my table? This stuff is not going to work. This is a special and exceptional election year. Because everyone is feeling the pain, not just of the Biden administration, but of Democrat policies. And they're not going to be able to escape them. I don't think any of this stuff is going to work. Even the Supreme Court stuff with Roe v. Wade, Lord willing, being over uh, overturned. I, I think they're just they're grasping at straws. Anything they can put their hands on, anything they can try to exploit, they're trying to exploit. But the bottom line, just as you said, Andrea, gas prices food on the table, mothers can't find baby formula, uh, that's going to be hard to get past. We're, I mean, inflation is ridiculous. We have stagflation. We're praying that this doesn't go into a recession. Uh, but bottom line is these people are out of touch with the rest of average, everyday Americans so this stuff isn't going to fly. I think they're clearly out of touch with the African-American community because I think I read the other day on Breitbart that there's over 100 African-Americans running for office as Republicans across this country from for a variety of different uh, offices, whether it's from school boards to city councils to Congress and beyond. And they started peeling. The African-American community started peeling away during the Obama years because of the open border in 24 and back in 2014, because the African-American community was having to compete with these illegals for the jobs, at least the illegals that were coming across here to work. Now we've got a flood of, you know, fentanyl and human, you know, drug smugglers and human traffickers and terrorists from Yemen coming across the southern border. And and that doesn't get talked about much at if if at all in the legacy media, Carl Jackson. But we know that the 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 communities, particularly the low income and minority communities, including the Hispanic voters, they see it, they know it and they don't much care for it, do they? No, Andrea, it's such a such a great point uh, that you make too. As a matter of fact, on my podcast tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about uh, 
uh, replacement theory. I'm going to be talking about the open borders. Uh, I'm going to be talking about blacks and, you know, blacks that are concerned about, you know, obviously there's always somebody standing behind uh, uh, Biden. You hear uh, Benjamin Crump is on the scene. Big Perm, Al Sharpton, all of these people I, I expect to. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, Did I, you call him Big Perm, Al Sharpton? Big Perm. Yeah, Big Perm. <laughs> that's, uh, that's his name. That's my, that's my loving name for so Big Perm. So, yeah. So, so I mean, all, all of these, I'm telling you, people are just so fed up with this. You talked about the borders. You know, I, 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 I'd like to flip replacement theory on the heads of the Democrat Party, because replacement theory, again, is, you know, there's some uh, some crazy people like this shooter uh, the uh, the the other day uh, in uh, in New York who bought into this. Hey, listen, all these minorities are trying to replace us. Well, I got to tell you, if we look on the southern border and what's happening, uh, the southern border is a mess. We have no border, essentially. Title 42 is getting ready to end. I think all of us need to be concerned with a new type of replacement theory, and that is the Democrat Party literally trying to replace the American citizen with a new permanent. They can constantly and perpetual. That's uh, that's my replacement theory, just putting it back on uh, on the left. So I think all of us need to be concerned with a the new replacement theory from the radical left and make no mistake about it. Biden is not lunchbox, Joe. He's never been lunchbox, Joe. I, mm-hmm. Honestly, when he was running, Andrea, I would hear conservatives talk about he's the more moderate of the people. And, I, <laughs> and I'm thinking, did you guys ever look at his voting record? When Barack Obama and he were in the Senate together, he was just almost just as radical in his voting record as Barack Obama. And But people always call this guy lunchbox, Joe. And I'm like, you know what? It's it, it, it's a. It's a joke. He's never been lunchbox, Joe. He's come in wanting to be, you know, bigger and better than FDR. And even though he's half senile, I think he's given he gave part of his instructions to his crew, his radical left wing crew uh, before he got into office. And, 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 and they knew what to do, except they don't know what to do. The cool thing about this administration is even though they're trying to destroy the country, they're so incompetent, they can't even get that right. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you for letting me end this on a laugh. You've, you made me you made me laugh out loud twice in the middle of some really di- <laughs> in the middle of the United States of America having some really tough times. And I appreciate you so much, Carl Jackson, for being here. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for being such a strong voice for conservatism. And every, y'all need to follow him on Twitter at Carl Jackson Show. Um, check out his podcast, which is on Salem, as well as CarlJacksonShow.com. Are you on any of the other socials? I, I need to branch out. I'm not really on any of the other ones. Yeah. Well, you know, I got to tell you, I've just started getting on the other social media. So I am on Instagram. I'm on True Social. Just follow me. The Carl Jackson Show, basically anywhere where I am. Uh, you can find me at The Carl Jackson Show. Well, I appreciate you uh, being on here tonight and everybody getting to find you here on tonight's Andrea K. Show. You take good care, my dear. Hey, God bless you. Thank you. Fun. You too. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. We got more to share with y'all on the other side of the skinny little break. In fact, we're going to take some calls when we come back. 888-344-1170. We're going to keep our eyes peeled on Pennsylvania and North Kakalaki, where I'm from, where I was born. So we got more Andrea K. Show on its way. Don't you go anywhere. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. We promised y'all Congressman Biggs he will be joining us in a moment. We're going to quickly go to the phones, though, because Russ has been waiting patiently. He's got a comment he wants to make on replacement theory that we were just talking about with Carl Jackson. Hey, Russ. Hey, Sandra. Love the show. And uh, your guest, uh, Mr. Carl, uh, Mr. Jackson, uh, he was dead on about the Marxist rhetoric. And I think there's a lot of similarity to this great replacement theory to systemic racism. You know, who's to say which one is a conspiracy theory and which is it? It's all based on statistics. So which is it? Okay, I'm not sure I follow Um, what Carl was saying is that the there's a replacement theory going on and it involves bringing people that are non-citizens into this country to replace the Americans that are here. And and I'm and I'm and I'm with Carl Jackson on that. And I'm with Carl Jackson on that, because in addition to the southern border, they brought one hundred fifty thousand from Afghanistan in. they're bringing people from Ukraine over here through a variety of different ways and and others. I, I, I agree with all that. What I'm saying is systemic racism that's all built on statistics, the same way great replacement theory is sort of built on. You're right. All that data is there, but they're going to say it's a conspiracy theory. But right. for whatever reason, systemic racism is not a conspiracy theory. Why is that? Well, that's a good point. And I'm going to have to ponder that point, dear Russ. Thank And thank you for calling in and sharing that uh, that philosophical question. And we're going to we can carry on that conversation on on another day because I got to let you go because my man, Congressman Biggs, is waiting patiently on the line. We have made a connection. The Eagle has landed and he joins me now. Hello, Congressman Biggs. Hi, how you doing, Andrea? Well, I'm good. good to be with you. Well, I'm glad to have you with me. We don't have as much time as we normally have, so that's why I had to let my caller go. We've been talking about great replacement theory. The, the replacement I'm concerned about involves the sovereignty of the United States. Now, I think I'm like the only one in America that's, I feel like I'm Chicken Little or I'm Paul Revere going around going, hey, wait a second, the U.S. has got these amendments that are going to be voted on in Geneva about giving sovereignty away to this Tedros dude, and if these amendments get voted in 47 countries are going to be subject to whatever this Tedros dude wants to do with our nation with health. Am I, am I um, being overly hysterical or, or am I right to be concerned? I think you're right to be concerned. Now I I've, I've taken a look at the language, at least of some of the language that they have. And um, if you're looking at it, it seems not as, not as egregious as, as, as some people would think, but, I used to do some international work at multilateral institutions, and this, in my opinion, is a stepping off place to uh, irrigate more power to this to the World Health Organization. So, uh, yeah, I mean, is, is it overtly? I mean, that's what Biden's saying. No, we're not overtly going to cede sovereignty. Um, but uh, any my my the first step to always understand is whenever you're part of a multilateral institution you are ceding some part of your sovereignty to that institution Mm -hmm. already. And then when you start adding amendments that give them, um, you know, some authority that we have to then object to, that to me is an additional step further in the sovereign uh, erosion, erosion of your sovereignty. And that's where we are with this, and that's where they're going. And, you know, so... How uh, do we stop it? Well... We're going to stop it. We're going to try and stop it. But I mean, this getting the word out, it's going to be helpful. Um, 
because it gets people's dander up and they, they start talking. And the Biden administration has shown a propensity on occasion to back down, although they, you know, they're, they're, they're part of the metal um, trying to take us off the cliff. But what I would say here is we, um, Chip Roy uh, and I have a bill uh, dealing with part of it. Um, I have another bill uh, that actually um, prevents from funding anything or participating um, in the World Health Organization. And the, those, in my opinion, those are both overdue. So I would say that even though they may be voting on amendments um, in the next 10 days over there, um, there's a substantial likelihood that um, before any of that could ever be implemented, um, the Republicans get control back and we can we can basically set it aside. The other thing, too, is I would tell you um, what they're doing um, is effectively modifying a treaty, in my opinion. And this is my my very quick legal analysis on this. And, and thus it would need it, they're modifying it effectively a treaty um, and they would need the Senate approval. And so they won't get that Senate approval. And that means that we could litigate it if we needed to. That's that's just a quick reading of it. The other thing, too, is I think in the, some of this must pass legislation that the that the uh, Biden administration will put out there, we can leverage that. Uh, that must pass legislation to get these provisions set aside, withdrawn, et cetera. Don't forget, um, going back to the International Criminal Court, when I was in Rome work, working against that, um, they they actually were trying to take sovereignty. If 40 nations ratified the ICC, they wanted to then be able to go into any nation in the world and enforce the International Criminal Court. Now, the reason I bring that up is... Um, the Senate never ratified that treaty, and uh, so we have, we're not participants. But we have to be vigilant because the ICC and Democrat regimes in the U.S. would like us to be part of that ICC. And that's the same thing with which is why we need to get out of the World Health Organization altogether. Yeah, we do. And what concerns me is the way that these amendments were written is that it reduced it from 18 months where where countries would have the opportunity mm-hmm. to say no to 6 months, which means this would be this would be done before the next Congress um was was um uh sworn in. So um that's that concerns me that they that they're pushing this through right now so that they can get it in before the Republicans take control of the House and the Senate. We've got about a minute left. Wrap us up Congressman Biggs on on where the Freedom Caucus is. Do you have others besides Chip Roy? Anybody else sounding the alarm here? Yeah, we we do and it's coming from the Freedom Caucus. Just, uh, just so you know as always there are some establishment members of, of our conference that say, well, you know, you guys are overstating it. It's mm-hmm. um, uh, just it's nothing to worry about. Um, I tell you, I do worry about international institutions trying to take our sovereignty. And I worry about leftists who leave our borders open and basically emasculate our economy. They yeah. try to, they're, they're booting people out of the military and they don't love our country. And so we have to be vigilant. And even though it's going to happen within six months, uh, effective date, we can still, I think, prevent it from ever actually impacting the United States of America. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you making the effort when we didn't connect earlier. And for all you do for our freedoms, you're, you're you know, our main player in D.C. fighting for us every day, Congressman Biggs. And we appreciate you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Andrea. Take all care. right. Come on back. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.